Hello, my friends. A few days ago, I received an email from Anna O'Brien, who describes herself as an associate producer at the Dr. Phil Show. She wrote that she recently came across my film, Inequality for All, and wanted to know if I'd be interested in joining Dr. Phil as an expert guest for an upcoming episode. Well, I thought to myself, why not? The Dr. Phil Show is the number one rated daytime talk show. It has over 2 million viewers each day, and I have a lot to say about widening inequality. Then I read the rest of Ms. O'Brien's email. For this conversation, we will be asking questions like, do college admissions enroll minorities over prospective Caucasian students? Are Caucasian teachers and professors being laid off to make up for past discriminations against minority educators, as seen in Minneapolis? These were the only questions included in her email. In other words, it will be a show about favoritism to black people over white people. What's going on here? The Dr. Phil show isn't on Fox News. It's carried by CBS. Phil McGraw himself isn't a rabid right winger, at least not that I know of. I mean, he did appear on Fox News soon after the start of the pandemic to argue against temporarily closing down the economy, claiming that the likelihood of dying from COVID was no greater than the likelihood of dying in a car accident or drowning in a swimming pool. By that time, 3,000 people had died of the infection. Two years later, it had taken the lives of one million. But the point I want to make isn't about Dr. Phil. It's that the people who produce daytime talk shows decide two hugely important things. One, the topics to be discussed, and two, how those topics are framed. These two decisions determine what issues the public focuses on, out of an almost infinite number bubbling up each day, and what's debatable about them, out of an almost infinite number of possibilities. And these two determinations, in turn, fuel public emotions, ranging from anger, indignation, and outrage, to hope, pride, and confidence. They affect our daily conversations. They shape our politics. They help set the national agenda. Take, for example, the recent contract agreement between the Minneapolis Teachers Union and the Minneapolis School District the issue Dr. Phil's associate producer wants me to talk about. The contract says that if school budgets must be cut, white teachers will be laid off before those from underrepresented populations, regardless of seniority. If school budgets then expand, underrepresented teachers will be reinstated before white teachers, regardless of seniority. MAGA outlets Blogs and social media sites have gone nuts over this. Racial preferences for black people, well, it's become a hot-button issue, especially among struggling, working-class, white families. It lends itself to the right-wing argument that so-called coastal elites have rigged the economic game against white working people in favor of, quote, less deserving people of color. And naturally, this causes a lot of working-class whites to be angry. Presumably, this is the debate Dr. Phil's producer has in mind. 
But it's the wrong issue, and it's the wrong debate. Go about go a bit deeper, and you'll see why. According to the Minneapolis School Board, the goal is to remedy continuing effects of past discrimination by supporting the recruitment and retention of teachers from underrepresented groups. Now, this is a particularly important goal in Minnesota schools, where 5.6% of licensed teachers identify as a teacher of color or American Indian, compared to 30% of students. Research shows having teachers of color in the classroom has a positive impact on students, and not just students of color, but also on white students, including improved test scores and higher graduation rates. But in a last-in, first-out seniority system, teachers of color are more likely to get laid off when budgets are cut. That's because they have entered the profession more recently and have less seniority. In the Minneapolis public schools, fewer teachers of color are tenured than white teachers. State law requires that teachers be on probation until completing three consecutive years of work. So the new Minneapolis contract is serving a particularly important public purpose in a system of teacher seniority and tenure, a system that would discriminate against people of color if not corrected. But do you think for a moment I'd be able to explain all this on the Dr. Phil show? Not a chance. I've been doing television interviews for 40 years. I'd be lucky if I got out two sentences before another guest representing the other side of the issue jumped down my throat. So what are millions of daytime TV viewers likely to learn from this discussion about whether, quote, Caucasian teachers, unquote, are, quote, being laid off to make up for past discriminations against minority teachers, as seen in Minneapolis? Well, they're likely to learn that government is favoring black teachers over white teachers, and that lots of people are mad about it. I just sent my regrets. But my real regret is that the national conversation is in the hands of producers chasing ratings and advertising dollars with little or no regard for how they are distorting the public's understanding of what's important in our nation or the core choices lying ahead.